you want more calm and I have the recipe for you to have less overwhelm in your life. Each week, I'll bring you stories, tips, and sometimes interviews on how to get more calm in your life. There will be quick and easy recipes too. So join me each week, Teresa Dioulis, an advanced certified life coach and certified culinary nutrition expert to find your recipe for calm. When our kids were little, our four kids are two years apart in age and they're now young adults. I was given wonderful advice from my mom, several aunts, friends, older cousins to remember to rest while they did. And of course, I ignored that advice for a long time and wanted to do everything on my to-do list and get that done while they rested or at school. And ultimately, that led to me feeling fatigued, exhausted, burned out, feeling like I would take one step forward, three steps back, because I never felt like I got everything done anyways, and I was just always tired. And I wanted to talk today about rest and how it can help us feel more calm when we do actually take advantage of getting rest. I looked up the definition of rest in the Merriam-Webster dictionary. It can be a noun and a verb, and as a noun, it is defined as freedom from activity or labor, a state of motionless or inactivity, peace of mind or spirit. That sounds so wonderful. As a verb, it says to get rest by lying down, especially sleep, and they put sleep in all caps, to cease from action or motion, refrain from labor or exertion, and to be free from anxiety or disturbance. I thought it was interesting that they utilized the term anxiety in there. Because they capitalized sleep in the definition, I wanted to refer back to Podcast 21, Sleep Well, to remind you of what the benefits of sleep are. To function better, to refresh our brains. If you remember, if you listen to that podcast, the glymphatic system is something our brains contain and get refreshed overnight to improve our cognitive function. To recover strength, to be able to keep calm, and maintain our health. So because sleep is a part of rest, or can be rest, just wanted to remind you of what the benefits of sleep are. But rest doesn't necessarily mean sleeping. Rest can be sitting still and be closing your eyes for just a couple seconds for a minute. Laying down is certainly something. Taking a nap, just sitting still. As it said, just ceasing from action or motion. It could be closing a door and going to the bathroom taking that little bit of a break, whatever it is for you, rest is just taking time to yourself. It, you might not be by yourself. It might be in a room with everybody else where you are just maybe tapping on your fingers. I know that's not completely free from rest, but something that focuses you. Um, meditation itself might be something you need to do in order to consider yourself at rest. If you're in a crowded room, maybe you're at an airport, someone who travels a lot, in order to find yourself at rest in the midst of a lot of activity around you. As a young mom, I remember the only time I did it, I know I talk about the bathroom, but it was to shut the door, even with little hands or feet underneath the door. Uh, that might have been the only time I had. I would also suggest that rest could be pouring 
your favorite beverage, whether it's a cup of coffee or even water and adding in, I like adding lemon and lime to my water, that act of pouring the drink. And if you remember in podcast 16, I talk about the five senses. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. I strongly recommend just utilizing all five senses when we're entering a state of rest. You know, if you're pouring a beverage, say it's coffee, smelling that coffee, breathing it in, and then when you taste it, feeling that warm mug if you're drinking hot coffee or feeling the coolness of a cup if you're drinking, say, cold brew. You could light a candle, play some music so you're using your sense of hearing and smell. You could diffuse an essential oil in a diffuser if that's something you enjoy or even spritz your favorite perfume. Just set the stage, create a moment for your rest. And again, back to the bathroom analogy, it could be spraying some poopery in the bathroom if you had that or whatever spray you use. Um, there's portable ones too you can take with you and have in your purse if you're uh, at work or at school, wherever you are. Again, if you're traveling, anything you need to do to just create those moments of rest and utilize all five senses to help really create the stage, so to speak, and create the moment to accentuate that time of rest. We see rest emphasized in many areas in our society. From religion, I know I found a biblical quote from the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verse 2. On the seventh day, God had completed his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. That quote repeats itself even, I think, to emphasize how important rest is. I also came a quote, came a quote, came across the quote, nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished by Lao Tzu uh, in that spiritual realm, realm. In medicine, if you've ever been injured, if you're ever sick, rest is something that is prescribed along with medicine or other modalities. That acronym RICE, if you've ever sprained an arm or a leg, Rest, ice, compression, elevation. If you've had a concussion or, again, a cold, any type of an illness, rest is often something that is prescribed. I also came across a study in doing research for this episode that looked at wakeful rest benefits, memory, um, that wakeful rest benefits memory recall in all age groups, which I found interesting. In the farming industry, fallowed ground is a term you might have heard, and that refers to soil that is allowed to rest for a season in between planting so that it gives it time to regenerate any nutrients in the soil to allow for more fertile growing in the next season. And if there are any farmers or gardeners out there listening that practice this, I would love to hear from you and post on this. Instagram post and let us know what your experience is with that. I am personally not someone who has ever done this, but I would love to hear your experience in this. It makes so much sense. In books, I remember the story as a child, the Aesop's fable, Tortoise and the Hare, and the moral of that story being that slow and steady wins the race, that, you know, 
the haste makes waste, so to speak. We need to go slower, be more at rest in order to get ahead. It doesn't pay to go faster. And then this might be a more unique one, but in racing, several years ago, my husband made the comment, he is a race instructor, I will say, for both Porsche and Ford. He loves to race cars and has been doing this for years now. And I was driving around a corner and he was making the comment about you to slow down to speed up, giving me some helpful instruction. And I started seeing that and reading about that particular concept more and more. And in order to talk today, I wanted to look up that quote to see where it came from. And the quote I found actually was slowing down is sometimes the best way to speed up, attributed to a gentleman named Mike Lance. And he was the dean of Disney University and a motivational speaker in charge of training programs at Disney, amongst other jobs. He was an author, a former pastor, and did other things. But just as a personal aside, I actually watched the Disney video training as a, an employee at Finger Hut training, at Finger Hut training, at Finger Hut telemarketing the year after I graduated from college. And I remember how impressive the customer service training was from Disney. And then decades later, our oldest did the Disney college training program, internship program. And I remember her talking about how impressed upon them the keys to customer service standards were. And if you've ever had any dealings with Disney, going to Disney or even shopping at Disney, I would imagine you might have walked away thinking how great their customer service was. But anyways, the fact that the quote is attributed to a gentleman who has that, is credited with that saying of slowing down is sometimes the best way to speed up, I thought was kind of interesting. So anyways, hopefully you found that interesting too. I came up with some benefits, I believe, to rest. The first is that it is restorative, like a plant being watered, the battery being recharged. When we allow ourselves to take the time to rest, we are restored. And two, it's preventative. We can prevent being injured, uh, being too tired to do other things. We, from receiving more energy, when we allow ourselves to rest, and again, with that haste makes waste mentality, we can get more done actually when we allow ourselves to rest. And third, it's healing. As I mentioned, one of those benefits of sleep as far as when we think in terms of recovery, it is healing when we can recover the strength and refresh our bodies by resting. So I want to challenge you to be intentional and pick a time the next time you plan to rest. Set a timer if necessary. If you're a follower here, you know I like timers for accountability. Choose what you're going to do to rest, whether it's just sitting still, closing your eyes, laying down, whatever you're going to do to rest. And Create that moment for yourself. Again, if it's a minute in your day, five minutes in your day, if it's going to be every day, one day a week, one day a month, choose your time to rest 
And if you need an accountability partner, I'm here. Tag me on Instagram at Teresa Diolis or email me at teresadiolis at gmail.com. Let me know what you've chosen to do to rest. And if you have found this helpful, I would love for you to share this with your friends and family. Write a review so that more people can find this podcast. And until next week, I wish you great health and calm. Take care. This week's quick and easy recipe is for a chopped cucumber caprese salad. You will need one hothouse cucumber, otherwise known as an English cucumber, that will be diced. Eight ounces of mozzarella, the fresh mozzarella, or else bocconcini balls, and have those, or dice up the whole ball if you get the ball. Then six leaves of fresh basil, ribboned. Two tablespoons of balsamic vinegar and two tablespoons extra virgin olive oil. Then salt and pepper to taste. You're going to toss all these ingredients into your serving bowl. Serve it right away or keep it refrigerated until ready to serve and enjoy. If you are dairy-free and can't have the mozzarella, I suggest using one to two peaches, depending on the size, and just dice those up about the same size of your cucumber. If you make this, I would love to see your pictures. Tag me on Instagram at Teresa Diolis or send me pictures at teresadiolis at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Take care.